But let's talk about the Football Scouting Bible. We didn't finish our conversation and uh, we've got Mr. Walter Stienbock on the line. Baresi, good evening again. Thank you for joining us. Oh, no, I don't think he can hear me. Can he? Guys? Okay, we're going to try and get him back on the line. And also, if we do have time, we will hear from Orlando Paris. The new jersey was launched today. Maybe you can send us your voice notes and give us your thoughts on that new jersey of Orlando Pirates, especially the orange, guys. It's the first time that the club is using orange. Never been associated with the big club like Orlando Pirates, the big institution since 1937. And for the first time, uh, there is an orange jersey. How do you feel about that? You can send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107. What I can tell you, though, is that the jersey is sold out online, the orange one. Online, it's gone. Finished in one day, but it's still available at various stores and at the club shop at the Orlando Stadium. And the one thing that I saw early on when I checked was the that the, the star was not on the badge, on the front emblem there. And uh, it almost caused heart attacks. And uh, But eventually the club did say that the star is there at the bottom. I actually do have the, the um, I've seen the jersey now. I've got the jersey. I've seen that the star is there at the bottom. It's not gold, uh, but the previous badge of Orlando Pirates is now on the jersey at the bottom. But the star is not visible like in the front, just, you know, above the heart where it matters. It's not there. I don't know how you buccaneers uh, feel about that. But let's go to the voice note so long. So it's Chico here. I want to say I love the way you say doesn't matter where you come from you can achieve what you want to achieve just be strong and then focus on what you want i really i really really love that and then i want to say big up to the man i don't know him but i'm from western cape in in mama's very side but i would like to follow him as well yeah thank you so much good tabby Thanks, my mother. Uh, he's from Mitchell's Plain, Devin Patterson, and we always hear the bad things that come out of Mitchell's Plain. So Mitchell's Plain. So when there are good stories like Devin Patterson, it's important for us to highlight uh, these stories. But let's go back now. Mr. Walter Stienbock is back on the line. Good evening, Baresi. Can you hear us? I can hear you, Tariso. Thank you, sir. Since the last time we spoke about the book, how has the interest been? Because I've seen it's gone on social media. Firstly, Tadiso, uh, uh, good evening to you and to 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 your you. listeners. Uh, it has it has it has been well received, and uh, also the the football authority of South Africa, you know, uh, Dr. Denis Jordan, has also received uh, his copy. You know, uh, that also includes the the uh, Banyana Banyana national women's coach uh, Desiree Ellis. You know, so it has really grown some serious legs. You know, and I think it's about to fly. Great. And we didn't get into how exactly people can get it. Where do people get this book? Just to remind us again, is Sia still in charge of this process? Yeah, so like, like we said last time, that uh, it's, it's at uh, info at walterstienbock.com, but also uh, on, on, on uh, social media uh, platform uh, at Walter Stienbock, but uh, at Walter uh, underscore S-T-E, and then also on, on our Facebook. And very soon, we should be able to to, to get it now also on to, to bigger platforms, you know, on uh, on Amazon, you know, but the team uh, behind the scene is working uh, around the clock. The one thing we didn't really get into is the support for the scouts. We spoke a lot about how you find players, how you identify talent, what you look for. But in your book, you make reference about scouts. They must not be afraid to get out of the country and go to the continent. But there's a lot of support and research that's needed before you go out. Uh, and what I mean, if a 
scout works for a club, what kind of support does the club need to give the scout? So you're, you're raising a very crucial point. Um, what is what what is always key for for, for clubs uh, to be able to to get good talent? It's it's, it's networks, you know. Um, and networks are very very important. And uh, you 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 you'll you have read the book and you'll have seen that I speak I, I talk a lot about uh, talent hotspots. Mm. So one, you need to understand exactly where the talent is. You know, um, for example, Limpopo and 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 KZN will deliver different kinds of different kinds of, 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 of players. But again, also you also have what I call also uh, internal research, you know, where you've got your performance analysts, you know, who are your scout, uh, uh, your te- tactical scouts, you know, who are within the club, you know, will go through lots and lots of videos, uh, either sent by people who are giving a tip off, you know, or based on the position that we need, you know, we can then decide that, We'll have our internal internal work that is done by performance analysts, you know. And and now to a bigger extent now, now we start having also teams like Liverpool and and also Leeds and then Sevilla, you know, just to mention a few in, in, in Europe, who are now using also data scientists, you know, and data analysts, you know, mm. to be able to collate uh, many information from, from different angles. Talking about that, you've mentioned Sevilla. In the book, you mention the Roma sporting director Monchi. You hold him in high regard. Why is that? Look, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just about to finish my uh, my masters on sports directorship. You know, so he's a he's he's a sporting director who, who has really taken the work of a sporting director to to another level. You know, so I look I look at him and I look at people, for example, like Victor Orta. Also at, at Leeds United, you know, who are sporting directors, you know, mm-hmm. who are who are capable capable uh, uh, people within the club, you know, that 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 chart the both the business and the technical route that the club must take, you know. So the work they do is quite very very important, you know. They they look at talent, you know, they not only talent of, of players but also talent of coaches, you know. Just check the the, the exceptional coaches they they bring to different clubs, you know. I mean, Victor Orta together with the with the owner of Leeds, you know, had to go and, and get Pielsa, you know, all the way in Argentina, you know, when he was when he was there. So there's a lot lot of work that is that is being done done by by sporting directors, you know, and uh, and you are right. I mean um Rodrigo Vergezo, who is called Monchi, so is one of those guys, you know, who has really done well, you know, and who's a role model, you know, to many to many sporting directors across the world. And what is it that he did well at Sevilla? Was it finding the players, the likes of uh, Jesus Navas, Sergio Ramos, or was it selling the players for for much more than what he, what they bought them for? It, it's actually both, Tadiso. Uh, you know, the ability one to to spot to spot talent. You know, but also um, uh, I was just I was just reading over the weekend. I mean. Um, an article on, on, on one of the, the, the local publications, one of the newspapers, you know, talking about the work that he did on 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 uh, on, Fav, on Fav, 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 Faviano. Remember that there was a striker mm. uh, who was who was leading the line for Brazil in the Christian mm. World Cup, you know, who, who was actually an outcast, you know, and then he went to go find him, you know, and also uh, be able to accelerate him within the trap, you know. If you check also our own uh, uh, Freddy Canute, that he went to go get, you know, uh, so... So, so, majority of the time is that they understand the club model. You know, whether a club is a is a small team or is a medium medium table team or is, is a top four team. Or is, so they work according to the model of the club and also the DNA. You know, in terms of 
the business model. You know, so they look for the right players and again sell exactly at the right time. I mean, I did put in the book the, the amount that, that, that he managed to get for players like Hatchitich, you know, Danny mm. Alves and all of them. You know, most of them at that time come from small leagues in Europe, you know, and also uh, getting them in other leagues that you, know, you might not think that you can get players there. So it's, it's a collective work that they do, both from the development and from the technical side, but also combined it with an exceptional understanding of business. You mentioned the role of a sporting director. In our country, do we have those capacities that within the clubs? It's, 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 it's an area, it's an area that, 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 is, that is actually underdeveloped. Uh, when, when I went to uh, Manchester Metropolitan University, you know, I was actually following uh, a, a Paul Trey, who you remember, he was the seventh coach for, yes. for, for South Africa. Yes, and he just he just got uh, uh, employed with the University of the Western Cape. So it's, it's, it's us trying to, to follow uh, uh, good trends and good models, you know, out, uh, out, outside of, 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 of South Africa and Africa. So uh, I think it's a role that we will develop, you know, and, and it will get better in, in, in sports. I mean, now you start seeing other, other franchises, you know, having director of sports, you know, director of football. So, but it's, it's an area where you need to have people and uh, 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 able, able men and women who are, who are qualified, you know, who are well-educated to be able to meet the demands of the game you know, as they present today. And the role of a scout, is it also a qualified position within a club or can you just use anybody uh, that is within a club, whether they are coach or not, to find you players? You are raising a very good point again, Tabizo. If, if you are going to, to look for mediocrity or you are going to be a club that uh, the owner wants to, wants to be able to identify players and also sell players at a particular time, you know, uh, the, the results will begin to show, you know, so... I think in our country now, you know, we have you know, a few clubs who have guys who are really qualified. You know, I, I always make mention of, of somebody like Tara Maliwa, you know, mm, yeah. uh, who has come through the ranks, you know, and who has, who has taken the, uh, uh, the job as a scout very serious, you know, coming from, from IX Cape Town in the youth, you know, also sometimes paying his own money to go to Cyprus and to learn and all of that. So it's a role which is, which is really un, 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 undefined and, un, un, and underdeveloped in our country, but it has a serious bearing you know, on the future of Bafana Bafana and also the future of Banyana Banyana. So if we are going to be a serious a football nation like Ghana, like Brazil, like, like Croatia and Serbia, you know, we need to, to put our structures together you know, and work, work together uh, in a collective way. I'm glad you mentioned Tara Maliwa because I've seen him in action, actually. Um, at these tournaments around the country, he's there. Mandla Mazibuko is also there. They're always at these tournaments looking for players. And Tara, was he the one that also discovered Rivaldo, ne? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. From, 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 from Takamas, you know, from. like you say, you know, scouts, scouts are, 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 are critical in the development of the game because they spot talent, you know, and they, again... They, they accelerate the talent, you know, so that the talent can be able to to, to reach its, its, its full potential. So it's one it's one of the many of, of these guys who have done quite well. You know, I can mention people like Ike Pula in uh, in Limpopo. You know, people like Masuga Mkonza. You know, people like uh, Zambia Hanabo. You know, and there's so many of them. You know, George Murekisi. You know, so it's, it's it's quite interesting how these guys they work. You know, and they hardly get the recognition and the mention. You know. When, when, when talent is celebrated. 
Yes, and on that note, uh, also let's not forget the late Mr. Spiwanguenya. Also saw yeah. him at these tournaments around the country there. Exactly. We've got a voice note here for Walter Stienbock. Can we play it? Evening, the member Twidania from Holland. As you know, scouting is not nice every day. Sometimes you find average talent compared to what <laughs> you have seen yesterday or what you have seen somewhere. Do the comparisons still work in the selection of quality players for for the club? And also, how does he go about when he sees a talented player, but the talented player doesn't fit in the culture of the club? Does he select that talented player to say, the coach needs to try something new or the club needs to try something new? Give his own opinion on that. Thanks to Lani from Orlando. Thanks, Tulani. That's a good one because in the book there is reference to uh, being understanding the club and being the perfect fit. How do you respond to that, Baresi? In terms of, in terms of the average uh, uh, players, that is, I'm, I'm glad he's raising that. Um, it's Might have... sometimes. Uh, yes, go ahead. Law. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying that in terms in terms of average players that we have mentioned, you know, um, it's 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 it's, uh, it's it's very difficult. You know, you sometimes scouts have to go. With, uh, with their gut feeling, you know, and, and I don't really believe that a lot, but experience will be able to tell you. You know, like I say, scouts also develop a photographic memory. You know, they know if I've seen a player like Serino, I've seen Norwich Moson, I've seen Kamabilat, you know, I've seen Richard Hengegan, I've seen Timitau, you know, what are the attributes, you know, which are always important, you know, that can develop the player from being average to, to, a, to a top level player. But again, uh, we don't, out only on uh, a, a talent. You know, there are other things that you're looking for. You know, the attitude must be okay. You know, physical condition must also be okay. So there are a number of things that you're looking for. Sometimes players that you can think this guy's average can later turn out to be to be an exceptional player. In terms of, of the qualities uh, uh, that, that he spoke about, 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 about the culture, whether you look at the culture of the club and, and all of that. Yes, it's true. And we do make in chapter number one, but again, uh, let's not let's, let's not be, be quite robotic in our in our approach. You cannot you cannot get a perfect player, you know, who has eight of the top qualities that you are looking for. Sometimes you work with what you have, and that and that's what makes exceptional coaches and exceptional players. You know, if a player has three qualities and your template has five qualities, you know, you still take that kind of a player because then where is the coaching? The coaching must also come in to refine the talent and to make the talent better. And what I like about you, Walter Stienbock, is that you keep on saying player, you don't say boys. And when we say player, we're including boys and girls now, right? Yes, yes, Tabiso. It's quite important. And, uh, and uh, it's, it's, it's a pity, again, that there hasn't been much research that we have done, you know, on, on also on, on, on the female side. You know, but mm. I think as time goes on, you know, and the game develops, you know, we'll, we'll be able to, to, to develop something, you know, that, that can really cover cover all aspects of, 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 of men and women. Yes, let's take another voice note. Evening, GT. I hope you and the SFM listeners are well. This has been... Like, your guest is, is just well knowledgeable and it's just wonderful to hear from him. I'd argue, though, that um, going more in a data analysis approach to scouting is kind of one-dimensional because you're focusing more on a data set that is based in the role that the player is playing in his current club. Not uh, And as you know, clubs have different approaches to winning games. And 
Yeah, I think he's emphasized it before, but like it's important that scouting takes a more holistic approach. Seeing that, um, we have to take into account um, the socio-economic issues in SA as opposed to European countries, where if I remember, like in Europe, players can get into academies, academies by the age of 11 and 12, and here in SA, a player only gets scouted late when he's 16. Good evening, member. Uh, this is Tamandi Nagama Zemana. Last week I had or saying it'll be at Rama Semola this December. I want to know if he will where, where Rama Semola will he be at and then what what kind of talent will he be he looking for. Good evening. I think we have some good talent that you can see there. Good evening, member. Okay, member, thanks. Let's start with that one. Uh Baresi, they're expecting you in Limpopo in December. I can't hear you, Tadiso. Can you can you can you come again? Oh, he says you said that you will be in Limpopo in December. Where exactly will you be? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I was just saying, uh, even 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 last year in 2019, I did attend two tournaments: uh, Josh Madurika's tournament, yes, I think in 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 Masemola, and also the Semisiabi tournament. You know, oh. and then also we also did go to to Kiani also to. Um, I can't. I can't remember where where we were. So we did three tournaments in December. So uh, they, they must just look out for our our program. You know, mm. uh, it might not it might not be me this year. It might be somebody else. But we'll really outline where we'll be going. So we we are all we are we are always looking for talent. And uh, and fortunately, Limpopo is one of the areas that we know that has always delivered exceptional players. Mm, okay, and I was actually with George Malulek last week, and uh, he did say that he hopes that his tournament will go ahead again uh, this year, guys. So if it does go ahead, we'll keep you posted. Of course, still waiting for approval from Safa for the return of all amateur football. And then the other voice note, which sounded like Morgan Gould, but it wasn't Morgan Gould. He, he wanted, he was saying that. Um, it's important to look at the holistic approach and not just the data. And I think you do cover that in the book. Yes, and um, I'm, I'm glad he's, he's raising that because. Um, like I said, qualities that 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 you are always always looking for, you know, um, will differ from 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 clubs to clubs, you know, and also with your with your experience. But remember, data is always important because it it provides insights that you can be able to use to to qualify and to formulate the ideas that you are having. So, like I say, uh, performance analysts, data analysts within clubs today are very very important. But again, the understanding of the game and understanding of of the kind of players that you are having. I mean, he did mention also that uh, sometimes in Europe, you know, they start a bit a bit earlier. But we also do start early, you know, and I've made mention in the book that sometimes even in the at preschool, you know, already boys are playing there, you know, already in the, in, in the street, you know, age seven, eight, age eight, 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 they organize themselves, you know, without without uh, 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 administrators and coaches, you know, they get their smaller and a space and they are able to play at that corner, you know. And sometimes that talent is messed up by by by, by coaches and then and, and also by by, by 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 people who don't really understand understand talent. So yes, in Europe they start 16. I mean they start a bit earlier, you know. But at home also we do start early. But is that formalized and uh, an organized uh, kind of academy and the development start a little, little bit later, 13, uh, 15, which must which must change. And I hope moving forward, you know, those are the changes and the recommendations that we are taking from all our discussions that we are having with all South Africans. 
be great stuff. We're going to have to leave it there, Bareze, but thank you for your insight over the past two weeks. We can go on and on, but I'll be giving too much of the book and people must go get it and get the rest for themselves. Thanks a lot, Tabiso, and also uh, thanks to, to your listeners and uh, just to make sure that uh, uh, they continue to support to support and uh, the book is, is for all South Africans and also for, for the African people. Definitely, and we'll give you those details again. You can get him on Twitter. It's Walter underscore S-T-E. And uh, you can find out more information or you can also find Sia Loliane on our social media. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. And I uh, did mention the jersey earlier on, the Orlando Paris jersey that was launched today. And let's hear from the club's communications officer, media manager, Tandi Mirafe, about the jersey. I caught up with her earlier today and I wanted to find out how does she feel about the response. The reaction has been awesome. Um, uh, we're just grateful that uh, you know the Bucks people understand where we're trying to go as a as a brand, and and the the thought process behind the the jerseys. Um, we 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 didn't expect that it would be this great, but we've always known um, from past history that whenever we we launch the you know the the response is always positive. Um, our jerseys always sell out, uh, get sold out pretty quickly. So uh, it means that we were in the right track and uh, our supporters appreciate what we're doing. But we went, we did something new, something that has never been done before, uh, with uh, going with a bold orange uh, away kit. Um, and, you know, that, that just want, we wanted to speak to the confidence of the club to say, you know, it's a new season, it's the 2021 season, uh, we are confident, we are bold, we're here. We're all under pirates and we want to achieve things. And it's been six years of drought, so we want to rectify that. And also with both with both jerseys as well, if you look at the home jersey, in addition to what we've done, being bold and, and, and being, you know, being uh, trying something new with our away kit, with the home kit, we've kept to the um, to the to the colors that, that that are part of our identity. Um, if you look at Orlando Pirates, the black and white, classic black with the white stripes, that's that's Orlando Pirates to the to the core, and we, we you know, this this launch was planned carefully. Uh, it's not a coincidence that we we launched now, mm-hmm. waited this long, uh, but we wanted it to coincide with Heritage Month because uh, we wanted to celebrate our history and our heritage, which is the uh, skull and crossbone, and that's on the forefront. And 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 you know, it was also a big decision for the club to uh, move the emblem of the club and, and take it to um, the lower right-hand uh, side of the jersey and use it as an authentication um, to show that it's an original jersey, but put the skull and crossbone in a more prominent uh, position. Yes, and I was about to ask, so it means that the club has gone back to its roots and its traditions and also back to basics, which is what a lot of people seem to appreciate. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've been here since uh, 1937, and... For us to continue growing and and excelling, we have to understand first where we're from, who we are, and that's what the skull and crossbone is. Even when the players salute before the game, that's what we do. You know, when we greet each other, we say "Bopa Pangania," and that means the skull and crossbone. So that's what we we've gone back to. But obviously, we've uh, spiced it up a bit and and um, and 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 evolved. That that if you look at it up close, you'll see that there's a bit of an evolution there. To make it more, more modern, uh, and 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 yet keeping the core, the authentic identity of who we are, and then while we're doing that, come up with a bold uh, orange jersey, which uh, which is um, keeping in line with the more modern times, the youth, and saying, "Hey, we're here, we will under pirates, 
and and that's how we you know we keep that continuity that success of always staying relevant you almost caused a few heart attacks because people couldn't see the star um in the front of the jersey was that <laughs> was that a tough decision to make how did it come about it was a very very tough decision to make because first and foremost i mean we we are not only the first club to win the star to win the CAFA uh, Champions League in, in, in South Africa, but in the entire Sadek region. You know, we, we're the ones who, who made the rest believe that it's possible and that the continent can be conquered. So it's a very important part of our heritage, of our history, of who we are. It's a great achievement for us. And we would never drop the star and we would never diminish its importance. That's why it's still on the front of the jersey and it's serving an even greater purpose to say, hey, if you're a proud Orlando Pirates supporter, if you're a proud Pagania, the star, your jersey should have uh, the, 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 emblem, the Pirates emblem with the star and the front right-hand side to serve as the uh, authentication of, of, your, of your jersey. So yeah, I know people when they saw the skull and crossbone initially, they were they assumed that we had dropped this, we've dropped the the star. But I think uh, the the excitement and the hoo ha has uh, died down um, through the course of the day, and people now get it and they see that it's the star is still there and they appreciate what the the marketing uh, team of Orlando Pirates and the ma- management of Orlando Pirates has done in um, bringing back uh, part of our history. You know. Because when you have, uh, when you've been around as long as we have, you you have a rich pool of history to draw mm-hmm. from. So from time to time, we'll spice things up, we'll change things up, and people shouldn't uh, think that we we are dropping one for the other. We're just saying we've got a rich, long history, and we need to celebrate it from time to time. But what do you say to those diehards who say, "But orange is not our color"? Those diehards who say orange is not our color, they're more than welcome to get the home jersey, which is more traditional. With the black, um, with the traditional black and and the skull and crossbone, it's the black and white. It's the classic look of Orlando Pirates. So that's why you know we we when we go bold with the orange, we don't just completely lose it. Uh, we we balance things out, and we like I said, you know, you can't box Orlando Pirates uh, supporters into one little space and say this is who they are. We are across the board. The and we know there's um, a lot of variation, and we've made sure that we cater to everyone. So if you if you're more of a traditionalist, then you're covered with a home jersey. If you're more of the adventurous type and you want to try new things, you're covered with the away jersey as well. So it's a win-win for everybody. Okay, so there you have it then. Tandi has explained the uh, rationale behind the orange jersey. <laughs> she was telling me today that it was sold out online. How's that, the orange jersey? Uh, but it's still available at the stores. It's available at the Orlando Stadium shop also. But let's hear what the Buccaneers faithful think. Uh, big up to the Jays of Orlando Pirates. How, how, how. I'm a huge fan of Orlando Pirates. I can't wait to buy the Jays. How, how, how. I'm in Cockstead. I'm Asabonga. We'll tumble them this season. We'll, take, we'll tackle them. Whether you are in black and white, whether we are in orange and black. Hola, Orlando Pirates. Hola. Hola, Mabaganya. Hola. Tabiso. Say thanks to Orlando Pirates. We enjoy and love the jersey. Butingonki in the indoor in the Eastern Cape. Goodbye. Good evening, Tabiso. Good evening to SFM listeners. Tabiso, we miss we miss we miss players like Tula Sizumbuyan, the Juju Men. We miss the Juju Men. I think this season with the new jersey, 
we have a player that is going to represent us like Juju Men. For all the competitions we played during the Juju Men's era, we won almost everything. And we are the winners. I think we're going to be a, a happy people again. Thank you, Tabiso. Thank you, thank you. Happy times are coming back. Zizo Chigizinto. Now I'm just going to the stadium now. Can they just let us go to the stadium? Can COVID go away now so we can go to the stadium now? Anyway, we're going to talk about Ice Cape Town up next. But yeah, season of delivery. Next season. No excuses. <laughs>